Good evening, everyone. Joshin here. Thank you so much for listening. And kia ora and namaskar. So today I'm going to talk about something very special to me, um, something I haven't really talked about in a very long time. And it came up when um, I was putting together materials and thoughts for this course on Ketan that I'm going to be offering in August. And um, it's related to how Ketan can transform my uh, your life, just as it has transformed mine. And in this course, I'm going to be talking about how the different Ketan masters, what they say about the benefits of Ketan. And in this way, you know, saving uh, you many years of research so that this 40 plus years of practice and writing and recording and research on Ketan will be put to good use. You know, Ketan has transformed my life, it can transform others' lives. And in this way, we we feel when we do Ketan that we're never alone or, or helpless. As I've shared before in one of my other podcasts. So just to give a bit of a backstory about what happened here, what happened, why am I talking about this now? So in my life, I have always been a rebel in a way, in a secretive kind of way without being outspoken, except through the music, let's say. But then one day, I was sitting, um, I was on the on an aeroplane, actually, in India, um, with my guru, and we were travelling to the next destination where he was going to give his next DMC, so this is in India, um, this is in 1980. And I was there with um, a friend, Komodini, and her son, Natisha. So at one point, my guru, who I call affectionately Baba, which means nearest and dearest one, it's a tomb of affection, um, or Shishu Anandamurti, um, was sitting there and his personal assistant got up to go to the bathroom. So there was a seat free next to Baba on this plane, and I was brave, or you could say stupid enough, to go and sit next to him. When, when his personal assistant got up, I grabbed this opportunity, even though I knew I actually couldn't believe that I was actually doing that. I was actually quite petrified, sitting in the, seat, sitting in the seat in the same row, just one seat apart from my spiritual teacher. I didn't actually even really know what I wanted to say when I sat there, but I had just a minute or two, so... I asked him about something that had been happening to me since I'd had personal contact with him in Jamaica. I asked him about these visions of, of sculpture that I was had saw myself making um, since that time, since I'd had, as I said, as I had that personal contact. It was very overwhelming, very powerful visions I'd been having. And so I asked Baba, I said, Baba, I just asked him, I said, Baba, should I do sculpture? Baba said, yes, but first you have to learn to follow the system. Well, I was really blown away with that answer. I didn't really know what system he meant at the time. I knew that he didn't mean the status quo. I didn't know he didn't mean that. I knew it was something much deeper than that, much more profound than that. And at the same time, this comment was quite confronting for me, having, to be, having been kind of rebel in my life. 
It was like on the one hand, he was giving me this affirmation that I should do that. And on the other hand, he was saying, but only after learning to follow the system. So in my life, I thought that devotion was all that mattered. In my spiritual life, I thought devotion was all that mattered. But here, Baba was teaching me something very important about having system in my life, system that would bring success and not failure. And I needed to realize this. So firstly, I think there's this system of spiritual practice that I follow called 16 Points which I, I still follow, and I was following them to the best of my capacity. And then there's the organizational system, and other, other, there's other systems such as the organizational system, for example, which, which I knew very little about, which I obviously needed to learn, learn how to follow. And the key word here actually is learn, is learn. It's not like I, um, it's not like it's gonna, I'm going to realize it instantaneously or anything like that, it's not like I had to be perfect, but just that I had to learn how to do it. And this whole concept had such a huge impact on me. And it was another understanding that was unraveled gradually in my life, not all at once, but gradually. On my guitar experiences, at first I just wrote and played on the guitar, whatever came out of my heart, uh, and, um, and shared those um, in a small group, for example. I would do, you know, anything in the beginning to avoid speaking publicly about my experiences. That just wasn't an option. It was too frightening for me at that time. Uh, what was really important was connecting to what I felt, connecting to my high power, to the divine within, and sharing that with difficulty with that small group of friends at a group, group meditation, for example. But even at the very beginning of my spiritual practice, I knew and doing and beginning of learning Ketan, I knew that there was, I, on the one hand, I felt this incredible flow and just wanting to absorb myself into that Ketan flow. And on the other hand, I felt, even at the very beginning, there was scope for improvement, there was scope to develop our Ketan. And I knew that I had to find out ways to do that. And, and, and it so happened that I was led along this path, like one incident after another, to be able to really reveal the secret systems behind success in Kirtan. And that's what I'm going to be sharing in my um, in my Kirtan course. That's exactly what I'm going to be sharing. So I just wanted to um, talk about that tonight. And um, I'm going to, um, going to share a link down underneath this. And I really look forward to hearing your comments, your feedback. And, uh, and um, please share those and talk again tomorrow. Thanks so much for listening. Good night.